Live around the globe, it's time for Rudy Max's World on the SSI Radio Network. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the deserts, bear, man. I breathe the mountain air, man. Travel, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. Get on the phone now and call 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. And now, the savvy traveler himself, Rudy Maxa. Welcome back to Rudy Max's World, where we take a look at travel from every angle each weekend right here on your favorite radio station. We do interviews, we do news, we do deals. Hey, follow me on Twitter at SavTrav or go to Facebook and look for Rudy Maxa-TV show. There are a couple other Rudy Maxes on there who seem to indicate they're with my TV or radio show, but they're not. I don't know who those people are. Uh, Rudy Maxa-TV show. We've just posted uh, two or three things from the previous hour you might find of interest. Scott McCartney's piece in the Wall Street Journal on the best airlines for cashing in frequent flyer miles, and Dan Cadlick of CBS News' Money Watch uh, about how to avoid having your credit card skimmed or scammed. Uh, and also, we posted uh, Philadelphia Inquirer theater critics Howie Shapiro's uh, four suggestions for websites where you can buy uh, discounted uh, Broadway theater tickets. So, worth taking a look at. Facebook, Rudy, R-U-D-Y, Maxa-TV Show. We'll take you right to those links. It's our Memorial Day, Memorial Weekend, excuse me, radio show. I'm delighted this hour to be joined by our favorite commercial pilot, Patrick Smith, who's got some thoughts on the early reporting of that Air Air France crash in the Atlantic Ocean two years ago. We're also going to talk with the co-founder of a company that rates the satisfaction level of employees at travel companies. Now, if you believe there's a correlation between happy employees and the kind of uh, service you experience at airlines or in airlines or at hotels and with rental car companies, you're going to want to hear which companies ranked highly in this regard. And are hotels handling housekeepers in the wake of that shocking case involving the uh, former head of the IMF, the International Monetary Fund, and a housekeeper at New York's Sofitel Hotel. Are they handling security for housekeepers? Uh, uh, well, we're going to talk with the CEO of the large lodging industry's uh, trade group. He's going to join me to discuss the different approaches that hotels have to cleaning rooms. Uh, they are quite different, actually. I was surprised to find out. I've got a couple more travel deals up my sleeve as well, but let's take a look at some of this week's uh, uh, news and travel that we hadn't considered in the first hour. Now, listen up if you're headed to the Big Apple. A new law took effect Monday in New York, this is New York City, that bans smoking in 43 square miles of parks, public plazas, beaches, and boardwalks. Light up and you risk a $50 fine. That means no more smoking in Central Park, Times Square, or Coney Island, among other popular venues. It was nine years ago, by the way, that New York City outlawed uh, smoking in restaurant, bars, and other public indoor spaces. While Japan Airlines has cut back sharply on the number of international flights it offers, Delta Airlines this week announced it will resume service to Tokyo on June 2nd from Los Angeles and June 16th from Detroit. As an incentive to book, it's offering members of its frequent flyer program double miles for each coach class flight, triple miles for each business class trip. You may have to pre-register for that, so check out Check out that check that out at Delta.com or when you call to make a reservation. And United Airlines has corrected a mistake caused by a computer that labeled two United Airlines flights with the numbers of the two United planes hijacked by terrorists on 9-11. Airlines typically retire the flights the flight number of flights involved in fatal crashes. American Airlines did retire the flight numbers of its two planes that were used in those attacks on September 11th. Now, the most popular tourist attraction in the state of Minnesota is a shopping center. 
not just any center, but the MOA, the Mall of America. It's near the Minneapolis-St. Paul Airport, which, of course, is a big Delta hub. And the MOA is about to double in size, beginning with the construction of a luxury hotel with 500 rooms. It's a new Radisson brand, well, new to the U.S. anyway. It's called Radisson Blue, spelled B-L-U. There are about 400 Radisson Blues around the world. The first uh, in the United States to open will be this fall in downtown Chicago. The second will be at the Mall of America, not near it but actually part of it. I attended the groundbreaking ceremony this week and chatted a few minutes with uh, Torsten Kirschke, the chief operating officer of hotels in the U.S. for Carlson, which is the parent company that owns Radisson. And I began by asking him to describe the Radisson Blue brand to someone who hasn't experienced it overseas. Blue is really not a new, new brand in its own right. It designates the uh, upper upscale segment of the Radisson brand altogether. So if you will, the Radisson brand spans over the upscale and the upper upscale segment in... in so what would a guest expect at a Radisson Blue? A guest would, in other words, expect a full-service uh, international hotel that is characterized uh, by prime destination, loca location, very vibrant contemporary interior design, and a lot of functionality. Many of times, design overtakes functionality, and we have to keep in mind the hotel still has to function. Amen. Hmm. Uh, 500 rooms seems like a fairly large hotel. I know it's the country's largest mall. Uh, is, is that a challenge to you, 500 rooms? No, not at all. I think especially in North America we see hotels of sizes much bigger than in Europe in average and 500 I think is a perfect match with the size of the mall, the market. Keep in mind there's more than 40 million visitors annually coming to the mall. I know the hotel doesn't open until 20, spring of 2013. That's right. Um, but what do you expect average room rates might be? Oh, that is very difficult to project. Well, let me ask uh, you this. You're opening the Chicago Blue, yes. uh, Radisson Blue in Chicago right. in, a couple, in this fall. Mm -hmm. What would the average room rates be there? There we're clearly aiming at a rate north of 200 uh, US dollar in average. And uh, I would say that we're coming close to that by the time of opening year as well. All right, so it's not 400, 500? No, no, no. Order of magnitude is uh, close to the 200 uh, or above, depending on economy. Is there any particular challenge in building a hotel attached to a mall as opposed to a hotel by an airport or a hotel freestanding in a city? No, every construction site, if you would ask our partners from Mortensen, has its very own particular challenges. Um, we Mortensen have, is the construction Mortensen company. is the construction company. We've had very good experience with hotels that are either attached to airport terminals or to large malls that size or other designated uh, areas, destinations in their own right. So, no, I don't think it's a particular challenge more than any other hotel. Last question, how often do you shop at the Mall of America? Personally, I don't find uh, as much time as I would like to probably, but I've been here a few times, yes. Okay. My wife as well. Torsten Kirschke is the chief operating officer of hotels in the U.S. for Carlson, the parent company that owns Radisson, and that Radisson Blue will open at the Mall of America in the spring of 2013 with 500 rooms at the Mall of America. Unbelievable. You know, Delta, uh, Northwest, when uh, before it was uh, subsumed by Delta or merged with Delta, uh, used to run tours to the Mall of America. They had packages where you'd come in for a night or two and shop, and they'd fly you in and out. I don't know if Delta is... Uh, doing that as well, but uh, some people actually fly right into uh, 
uh, Minneapolis-St. Paul Airport and shop and fly right home. Orlando beat its chest this week, announcing that it's the first U.S. destination to receive 50 million visitors in a year. That year was 2010, say the folks from Orlando, who are delighted to tell you that now is their, their city is now the most visited destination in America. Take that, Las Vegas! It's always a fight between Las Vegas and Orlando as to who gets the most visitors. Uh, by the way, those uh, 50 million visitors who went to Orlando last year, well, a million of those were from Canada. When we come back, we're going to talk to uh, uh, a man who knows which travel company's employees are really happy because his company surveys employees at rental car companies, airlines, and hotels. Don't go away. Max's World phone lines are open now, so call us at 800-387-8025. We'll be back after these messages. Here's a terrific excursion that can't be missed. And if you book your reservations now, you'll save $700 per couple. Join the radio show and me for a fun vacation that includes adventure, culture, European romance, great food and wine. The 12-day France Magnifique Tour begins September 29th. We'll explore Paris, Nice, Avignon, Normandy, the French Riviera, Monaco, and more. Call Colette Vacations at 800-762-5345. That's 800-762-5345. Or go to RudyMaxa.com. Companion airfare is just $399. Memorial Day on History. Don't miss the deadliest battle fought on American soil. It lasted three days. Two armies went in. One nation came out. If only could make a deal with God. From executive producers Ridley Scott and Tony Scott, Gettysburg. Memorial Day at 9, 8 central on History. Made every day. Amdro Ant Block presents the Household Ant Requiem. If ants invading your home have you shrieking an unpleasant tune, sprinkle Amdro Ant Block around the perimeter of your home to block ants from entering. Ant Block creates a fortress that kills problem ants on the outside so they can't come inside. And that's music to a homeowner's ears. Look for Ant Block and the entire line of Amdro Kills Ants products at amdro.com. Here's another question from the Geico Savings Mailbag. Sam from Provo writes, How come a slim chance and a fat chance mean the same thing, but a wise man and a wise guy are opposites? Oh, it's a peculiar mystery indeed. Sort of like how Geico's website is geico.com, not geico.ridiculouslysimplesavings, or geico.payyourbill from the comfort of your computer. Both those names would make a lot more sense. Wow, you are a wise man, er, gecko, man. For a free rate quote, visit geico.com to see how much you could save. Geico, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. The telephone number to call the program is 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or visit the show online at RudyMaxa.com. Here again is Rudy Maxa. Welcome back. 18 minutes after the hour, this portion of Rudy Max's World is brought to you by Colette Vacations. It's a name you should become familiar with if you like France and would like to join the radio show and me. We're going to do the radio show actually uh, uh, from France during this uh, 12-day France Magnifique Tour. 
It's the only word I know in French, so don't count on me to translate everything for you. Now, I know a few more, but I've never taken any formal training, so cover your ears if you speak French and you're with me on this French France tour. So the Magnifique Tour begins September 29th in Paris, and I invite you and a friend to uh, join us. We have a limited number of uh, slots available. We're going to be a pretty fun group. We've got... Uh, four-star accommodations all the way. Um, this is going to be a great trip if you like culture and European romance and great food. I can't promise you romance, but I can promise you great food and good wine and some interesting places. Uh, here's the deal. We're going to visit. Uh, we're going to go over to Normandy. We're going to be in the Loire Valley. We're going to see some of those great chateaus there. And uh, we'll also go down to Nice. And I think we're going to be in Aix-en-Provence and see where Cezanne uh, lived and painted. You'll see the mountains that he made dozens of paintings of. We'll stop in. We'll stay the night for or two in Nice. That'll be our last stop. And that's just a short hop over to Monte Carlo, which is a pretty incredible place, Monte Carlo. It's like Disney World for rich people. It's unbelievable. Now, if you book now, you're going to save $700 per couple because the round-trip companion airfare is just four, well, $399. Uh, a really good deal. You can book by going to rudymaxa.com and scroll on down to the homepage. Uh, you'll see a box that says Colette Vacations. Click on that, and you'll see a day-by-day -day description of this tour. And if it doesn't whet your appetite, well, then then nothing will, because France is a fabulous destination. We'll be about 12 days there. You can also call Colette at 800-762-5345. That's 800-762-5345. Come hang around with me and uh, France, and we'll... Uh Make some memories. All right. I promised you uh, uh, a description of the travel companies who employees are, are alleged to be the happiest among all of them. Glassdoor.com is a company that uh, is constantly, uh, through uh, questionnaires and so on, asking uh, employees of companies, not just travel companies, but in this case, that's what we're talking about, how happy they are in their workplace, how happy they are with their CEOs. Uh, Tim Bessie is the co-founder and vice president of product marketing at Glassdoor.com. You can see this study there, by the way. It's, uh, it's on their blog, and you'll see a link to it at Glassdoor.com. We'll also put one up at our Facebook at Rudy Maxa-TV show which is a really long introduction. Tim, welcome to the show again. Hey, it's perfect timing for me to be back. We have an eight-month-old daughter now, so we haven't worked up the courage yet to travel this holiday weekend. <laughs> oh, no, you're not allowed to travel for a long time now. <laughs> That's what no. I think is the case. That's not true. The question is, can you afford to travel? with? <laughs> Take them while they're eight months old, and you don't have to pay for a full fare seat on an airplane. Believe me. That's what I hear. <laughs> All right, so Glassdoor took a look at rental car companies, hotel companies, and airlines. Now, describe the methodology of this a bit before we get into specific, name of com of com specific names of companies where people are really happy. Sure thing. So um, the workplace ratings from employees in the travel industry this year are very interesting, and so you can get a sense on how we do this. Um, Glassdoor.com is a job site where employees can share employer reviews and salary information, and they've done that at 200,000 companies around the world. And job seekers use this information to kind of get an inside look at jobs and companies. And it's from this that we're able to put together our annual travel industry report card, which can shed some light on what it's like to work in the travel industry and can help travelers go beyond thinking of travel employees simply as someone on the other side of a ticket counter to really understanding the workplace stresses faced by these employees at airlines, hotels, rental companies, uh, travel agencies, and the like. So um, what we're seeing this year is that in the airline and hotel industries, employer satisfaction ratings are remaining steady, and that's despite uh, an increase in passenger traffic flow this year in room nights. 
I think um, most interestingly is that among the airlines, um, Virgin America, which is a, a small but growing low-cost carrier out of San Francisco, they actually tied Southwest Airlines this year as the highest-rated airline. So both Southwest and Virgin America earned uh, a very satisfied rating from their employees. So this well, is know, a South- case where... I'm yeah, sorry, Tim. I was just going to say, Southwest has always been famous for a, a, a sort of great spirit, a, a joie de vivre, joie de vivre, if you pardon my French, uh, um, among its employees, a kind of culture that encourages sharing duties and helping out if somebody's shorthanded. Uh, it sounds like Virgin America is, has, uh, is doing the same. Yeah, it's, it's, and if you haven't flown Virgin America, you can see it um, when you interact with the uh, gate agents and the flight attendants. Um, both of these companies... Um, one's really big and one's very small. They're doing a great job at keeping both customers and employees happy. They're, they're my two favorite airlines to fly. And, of course, um, the, the correlation here is, is, is that happy employees can often mean happy customers, and it certainly is in the case of Southwest and Virgin America. I know in the case of Southwest, whenever surveys of customers, just plain old customers, are, are taken, even though Southwest has no assigned seating and you might get a middle seat if you board later, people are happy. to. They don't mind it. They sort of go along with it because the infectiousness of employees uh, uh, being enthusiastic about their work is, is, is obvious. Yeah, and it makes sense, right? I mean, if you think about your listeners out there, you think about your daily job, when things aren't going well on any given day, it can boil up to the surface and come out in unintended ways. Um, and, and these employees are no different, even though we sort of expect them to always treat us as the customer's always right. Now, where we saw uh, ratings slump this year was actually among the travel agencies. Um, Last year, the agencies averaged an industry-wide rating of 3.5 satisfied. But this year, that fell by a full half point um, to 3.0, which is still an okay rating on our website. Um, we saw ratings fall at Expedia, Hotwire, Travelocity, Travelport, and uh, Liberty Travel as well. And overall, interestingly, we found that employees were slightly more satisfied working in the airline and hotel industries than at travel agencies this year. The one standout really being Orbitz um, earning a 3.6 uh, satisfied rating. And what is the highest rating, by the way, that you can, Tim, that someone can earn? This is on a scale of five very satisfied down to one very dissatisfied. Okay. All right, so 3.4, yeah. 3.5 is pretty darn good, huh? Yeah, that's right. These are all okay places to work. The travel industry overall is, uh, is a good place to work. Of the 40 companies in the survey, 37 had okay ratings uh, or better. Um, one of the interesting turnaround stories we saw this year is at United. A lot's changing with that company, as you know, in the United Continental merger. Good. Um, prior, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you said it, not I. <laughs> um, what happened there was uh, the CEO, Glenn Tilton, so we, we, we also have CEO ratings on our website, which can be a sign of employee confidence in senior leadership. And as a comparison point, Gary Kelly at Southwest has 99% approval rating. It's amazing. This is, this is out of 100%, obviously. Out of 100%. And um, at United, the, the former CEO, um, Glenn Tilton, his approval rating was a very low 13% before. Um, oh, my goodness. Yeah, it, it was one of the lowest on the website. And, that's, uh, mutiny, <laughs> that's mutiny level, isn't it, Tim? Yeah, and along with it, they had low employer satisfaction ratings as well. The story was not good for employees at United last year. Um, since October, when Jeffrey Smizek uh, took over as CEO, and he came from the continental side of the house, um, 
We've actually seen the company ratings rise at United from dissatisfied to okay, and his uh, CEO approval rating is, is 80%. So it, from the employee's perspective, what they're telling us is that um, things are taking shape, things are improving um, now that the companies are kind of starting to integrate. All right, we have to only about a minute and a half left. See, uh, Four Seasons Hotels and Kimpton's Hotels did very well as, as top-rated companies. And then the CEO of Hilton Hotels, Christopher Nassetta, I believe he pronounces his name, has seen his approval rating climb 30 percentage points to 62% approval. He must have done something right this year. What do you got for rental car companies? Uh, on the rental car side, I think uh, what we saw was um, – Overall, it's sort of an average okay industry. People like working at the hoteliers and airlines a little more than the rental companies, although for coming right out of the college, um, Enterprise is one of the better places to work. And uh, I believe what we saw is a very close race on the employee satisfaction side between Avis and Hertz. So, um, you know, overall, it's a good industry to be in right now. Only a few companies earning dissatisfied ratings, and hopefully when you guys are traveling, uh, you'll remember that those are employees on the other side of the desk. <laughs> All right, 20 seconds left, Tim, uh, from Glassdoor.com. Uh, Bill Marriott, the CEO of Marriott uh, International, was on the show a year ago when you did this study. as one of the top CEOs. I see he's still doing okay with an 89% approval, but he can't compare to Gary Kelly, the CEO at Southwest Airlines, with his 99% approval. That's right. I mean, overall, one of the common themes we see um, when the ratings go down or aren't as high as they could be is it's usually around communication. Employees want to be heard, and they want to know what's going on at the top. Hey, Tim, thanks for joining us. Tim Bessie is co-founder and VP of Product and Marketing at Glassdoor.com. If you go to Facebook and look for Rudy Maxa-TV show, you'll see a link to uh, Glassdoor's study of happiness of travel companies' employees. Thanks, Tim. Call now to talk to Rudy Maxa at 800-387-8025. You can also email the show anytime at info at rudymaxa.com. Attention savvy travelers, Rudy Maxa here. If you're like me, you can't afford to take chances when you travel. You need medical evacuation service that's dependable and won't cost you a fortune in hidden fees. You need MedJet Assist. As a member, if you're hospitalized over 150 miles from home, MedJet will arrange medical transfer to the hospital of your choice free of charge. Believe me, you won't find protection like this from any other company, which is why I'm a member. It's time to travel smarter. Visit TakeTripsNotChances.com and sign up today. MedJet Assist. Take trips, not chances. Here's another question from the Geico Savings Mailbag. Heather from Bakersfield writes, How do you feel about rain? Well, Heather, if you're talking about the downpour of savings people are getting on their motorcycle insurance with Geico, then I love it. It's quite literally a money monsoon. Ooh, a late afternoon cash shower. And those riders who combine their motorcycle and auto insurance will have an even higher chance of savings cloud bursts. Now, the only kind of rain I don't like is the wet kind. Humidity makes my hair frizz. Call GEICO or visit GEICO.com today to see how much our multi-policy discount could save you. Participate in the program, call now at 800-387-8025 or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Here's Rudy Maxa. 33 after the hour. Patrick Smith is a pilot with a major commercial airline. He flies to Africa and to South America and to Asia, all over the place. And uh, we, uh, at his request, we don't name that particular airline uh, because he now can say anything he wants without you thinking 
anything about the airline for whom he works. Uh, delighted to have him here. He writes the Ask the Pilot column for Salon.com. You can read some of his uh, postings, which are excellent, at AskThePilot.com. Uh, nice to have you on the show, Patrick. Thanks for joining us. Hi, Rudy. I wanted to ask Patrick about uh, the coverage this week uh, of that Air France crash of two weeks ago in which a couple hundred people were, were killed, as you know that... I'm sorry? Two years ago. That's what I said, a couple years ago. Sorry, my producer was saying two years ago. I, I said a couple years ago. Um, let's see, what was I saying? Oh, yes, and uh, there, there have been uh, some pundits writing in uh, various newspapers and on television trying to explain what happened, even though investigators are saying it's too early to tell. And I wanted Patrick's reaction generally of what you've seen in the media coverage, Patrick. Well, what we've learned from the preliminary findings, and they are preliminary, we shouldn't uh, go too far with what we know, um, isn't terribly different for, from what some of us were expecting. The plane encountered horrible weather, suffered a series of systems failures, and then eventually stalled and crash, uh, crashed. Uh, the, the coverage, though, has taken that and kind of run with it. Um, really, most of the stories I've seen have been pretty bad. Just a lot of caricature, a lot of exaggeration. Um, you know, for example, uh, a lot is being made about the fact that the flight's captain was not on the flight deck when things began to unwind. Uh, NPR had this headline the other day, Air France pilot resting as plane plunged. I mean, it was just crazy. Uh, Transoceanic flights carry augmented crews, um, usually one captain, two first officers, and they rotate through a series of breaks, and it's not at all uncommon for two co-pilots to be at the controls while the captain is on his break. This is industry standard and not the least bit unsafe. Remember that co-pilots are not apprentices. Um, they're fully qualified to operate the airplane in all regimes of flight. They perform just as many takeoffs and landings as captains do and basically hold the same ratings and certification. Uh, that seems to be lost on the media. The other thing we're reading about is, is the, uh, the, the pilot's actions as the plane was uh, going through its uh, systems failures in the bad weather. Um, it, loosely put, um, it seems that the co-pilots uh, increased pitch when they should have decreased pitch, causing the plane to stall. You know, it, it's it's easy to look at this report Patrick, and Patrick, come Patrick, can up. I interrupt you right there, Patrick? What, when sure, you say sure. increased pitch, you mean sort of put the nose up instead of the nose down? Exactly, exactly. And the um, thought is if you put the, the nose down, air will come under the wings and it'll be able to rise. Right. A stall is basically, uh, to put it roughly, the wing running out of lift, and this can happen for a number of reasons. And how the pilots of this flight got themselves on the verge of a stall, we don't really understand yet. How they reacted to it, what we're seeing so far, uh, doesn't seem to make a lot of sense. Um, you know, them increasing the angle instead of decreasing, which would have uh, got the air flowing faster and, and restored lift. But... Um, while it's easy to, to come away with what looks like a clear picture of them screwing up, um, you have to bear in mind the situation. They were dealing with very serious equipment failures, uh, degraded flight controls, loss of instrumentation in terrible weather, in darkness, and you know what to some people looks like an obvious and stupid mistake might not have been that simple. Okay, so uh, I saw Richard Quest on CNN saying the, the fundamental problem, there are all kinds of other details, but the fundamental problem is the pilot should have, have decreased the pitch, in other words, put the plane into a, well, a downwards, downward slope in order to increase lift on the wings and get it back up. And you are not willing to say that's what the error is yet. Well, that might be one of the errors. And, okay. you know, people want and expect something succinct. They want a cause of this accident 
Was it failure of the data sensors? Was it violent turbulence? Was it pilot error? You know, it's not going to be one of those things. It's going to be a combination of things, um, an unlikely but ultimately deadly cascade of problems, perhaps with some human error as well. Have you ever stalled in mid-flight? Oh, no. Uh, stalling in a, in a commercial jetliner is, is a very serious thing. And a, full, a fully developed stall may not be recoverable in a commercial jet. Stalling a jetliner is not like stalling in a little uh, Cessna 150. Um, and again, stalling you know, is not an engine stalling. It's, it's losing lift underneath the wings. Correct, correct. Which again brings us to the, the bigger question, which is how they got themselves to the verge of a stall to begin with. You know, there was a lot going on. And uh, you used the word a minute ago, a fundamental uh, problem. But but there were tons of details, and, and overall, this was this was a situation that uh, involved uh, multiple failures and, and and just an unlikely chain of events. We only have 30 seconds left, Patrick. But uh, have you have any airlines done any increased training on this since this incident that you know of? Well. There are aspects of this accident that bring us back to the uh, Colgan Air crash um, a couple Outside years ago, I guess, where that crew uh, inexplicably uh, reacted improperly to a stall almost in the same way. It was a different scenario, a different set of circumstances, but um, there was a similar error um, performed in that case as well, which is, has encouraged airlines to go back to just uh, basic stall training. Okay, Patrick, we, we may come back to you on this. We're out of time this segment. Thank you. Happy Memorial Day weekend. Thanks for dropping in. Anytime. You too, Rudy. Patrick Smith's AskThePilot.com blog is must-reading. If you care about aviation, check it out. We'll be right back. Rudy Max's world is coming right back. So get on the phone now at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. You can also enjoy the program anytime at RudyMaxa.com. Memorial Day on History. Don't miss the deadliest battle fought on American soil. It lasted three days. Two armies went in. One nation came out. If only could make a deal with God. From executive producers Ridley Scott and Tony Scott, Gettysburg. Memorial Day at 9, 8 central on History. Made every day. Amdro Ant Block presents the Household Ant Requiem. If ants invading your home have you shrieking an unpleasant tune, sprinkle Amdro Ant Block around the perimeter of your home to block ants from entering. Ant Block creates a fortress that kills problem ants on the outside so they can't come inside. And that's music to a homeowner's ears. Look for Ant Block and the entire line of Amdro Kills Ants products at amdro.com. AutoZone. As gas prices go up, don't let your gas mileage go down. Get in the zone. AutoZone. A contaminated fuel system and dirty fuel injectors can reduce your car's fuel economy. Pouring in a bottle of fuel injector cleaner can restore lost gas mileage and help you save some of your hard-earned cash. Right now, get two six-ounce bottles of Restore Fuel Injector Cleaner for just $6. See store for restrictions and details. Get the most mileage out of your engine. Get to AutoZone today. Get in the zone. AutoZone. I'm Jim Cook, brewer and founder of Sam Adams. There's a rhythm to the season, so at Sam Adams, we develop styles of beer to accompany that. We brew Samuel Adams Oktoberfest, Winter Lager, Noble Pils, and right now, there's Summer Ale. 
Samuel Adams Summer Ale is a flavorful wheat beer. It has a nice spice note and a little lemon zest. It's brewed with a historic brewing spice called Grains of Paradise. But just like summer, Summer Ale won't be around for long. Boston Beer Company, Boston Mass. Save responsibly. Lori Morris doesn't go out without Bullfrog Mosquito Coast. My son and I are mosquito magnets. And if I'm not wearing the Mosquito Coast sunscreen, I am immediately eaten alive. And so is he. I saw the Mosquito Coast covered both sun protection and insect repellent. We don't get sunburn when we use the bullfrog, and we don't get bit. Bullfrog Mosquito Coast. Deed-free 8-hour repellent, SPF 30. No wonder it's the number one burn and bite protection. Uses directed. If you've never experienced gelin with Dr. Scholl's massaging gel insoles, you've never walked all the way to work on top of cushy throw pillows. Or worked a jackhammer while standing in a field of beautiful daisies. That's because gelin does more than change the way you feel. It changes your state of mind. So I can teach my class while enjoying the soft white sand under my feet. Experience all day outrageous comfort for yourself with Dr. Scholl's massaging gel insoles. Are you gelling? I'm glad I have feet. This segment of the program is brought to you by MedJet Assist. Unlike other evacuation services, only MedJet Assist lets you decide which hospital will be your final destination. Regardless of the nature of your illness or injury, if you're hospitalized while traveling, they'll be there for you. So take trips, not chances, and visit MedJetAssist.com or go to RudyMaxa.com and look under Radio Sponsors for more info. Uh, yeah, listen, it's 43 minutes after the hour. If you do any traveling, I don't care if it's just one trip a year. MedJet actually has programs for, seven, I believe, seven-day trips, or you can buy three weeks of coverage. It's not expensive. And having used MedJet in the past, let me tell you, it's worth it. If you travel anywhere, anything can happen. You can break an ankle. You might want to have your hometown. Anyway, they will fly you in a medically-equipped Learjet if you require hospitalization and you're more than 150 miles away from home. So MedJet Assist. Go to RudyMaxa.com. Uh, scroll on down the front page. You'll see a link to MedJetAssist.com. It's a good thing to have. Uh, as the whole world by now knows, the former IMF uh, uh, chief, uh, Dominique Strauss-Kahn, uh, was accused of sexual assault against a uh, housekeeper, uh, very violent. He's also accused of rape, by the way, um, uh, of the housekee- of a housekeeper at the Sofitel Hotel in New York several weeks ago. He's now uh, uh, ensconced in a luxury townhouse in Manhattan where he's free on a $6 million uh, bail. He's guarded around the clock. He wears a GPS monitoring device. Uh, prosecutors claim that he was, they, they afraid he was a flight risk. Uh, it led to the question, I wondered, first of all, if these kind of attacks on housekeepers are something that hotels routinely have to worry about. Now, I will tell you, I did call around to a lot of hoteliers this week, and in fact, this is a rare occurrence. However, uh, hotel uh, housekeepers, women particularly, are apparently propositioned quite a bit or flirted with at the very least. Um, and it led me to wonder uh, how different hotels handle these things. Uh, Joe Mc, uh, McInerney, uh, McIner- 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 Joe, how do you pronounce your last name? Uh, Rudy, it's, it's Joe McInerney. It's like two people, McInerney. All right, I was afraid... 
Sorry, I had Mac and Ernie. I, I was afraid I had spelled it wrong on my cue sheet here. Uh, Joe is the CEO of the American Hotel and Lodging Association. It's the lodging industry's uh, group, uh, professional group based in Washington, D.C. And I asked Joe to come on because not only is he overseeing sort of the lodging industry and hears all, he also is a former hotelier. All right, Joe, so uh, can we begin by agreeing this, this is, a, is a radical occurrence? This is not something that happens every year or two in a hotel. It, it, they're very few and far between. Uh, it, it, it's something that does happen, but uh, you know, if you take a look at, uh, we sell, uh, you know, roughly, uh, roughly uh, 3.8 million people a night stay in hotel rooms. So it's, it's a very rare occasion. Let's step back before you came became chief of the industry's uh, uh, group, the industry's association. Uh, you were in the hotel business. How did you? handle housekeeping and by that i mean i understood from a, uh, an executive at hilton that their maids uh, are instructed to uh, leave the door open whereas at ritz carlton they're instructed to keep the door closed when they're changing a room excuse me changing a room and i'm sorry the beverly hills hotel they keep their doors closed at ritz carlton they always have two housekeepers working a room not for necessarily for safety reasons more for efficiency what did you do when you were in the hotel business what was the policy of your company well, it was, the policy was always to have the door open and position the maid's card in front of the door so that nobody could come in. And that way the, the maid at least had uh, assurances that if anything did happen, the, the door was open, people in the hallway or corridors could uh, uh, could see in or hear any uh, uh, you know screams or, or, or problems the maid might be having. And what do you think about the door closed policy? Well, I, I think each each uh, hotel company has uh, uh, their own reasons for doing it. Each company has their own service protocols, and and uh, you know they think that uh, that is the best way to do it. There are less distractions. People don't bother the the, the maids. The people walking down the corridor don't ask them uh, questions. So it it really depends on uh, uh, the company themselves and, and what they're how they feel comfortable and how their maids feel comfortable with it. Have you noticed in the wake of this incident any changes going on or any any chatter among your members about how to deal with this? Well, I think each one of the companies is reviewing their, their service protocols and making sure that uh, uh, everybody is on the same page in, in how to uh, handle situations and uh, uh, what needs to be done and how the maids uh, uh, should react. You know, one of the important things is that uh, you know, guests should realize is they're in a hotel room. They should always keep their door locked because sometimes you know somebody might be in the shower or, in, or if you're in a suite in a far far away area, uh, maid rings the, the bell if there's a doorbell or knocks on the door and then says you know housekeeping and nobody responds and, and they walk in and it could be a uh, embarrassing situation. So it's important that the customer locks the door. The guest when he's in the room. Hey, Joe, thanks for taking time out of your vacation, your holiday weekend, to talk to us. Joe McInerney is the president and CEO of the American Hotel and Lodging Association. Appreciate it, Joe. Okay, thank you very much, Rudy. Take care. Oh, I've got a couple of deals of the week for you, so don't go away. To participate in the program and speak with Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025 or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com.
To join Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025. You can email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Maxa's World. 52 minutes after the hour, I'm Rudy Maxa. You know, if you're anywhere near Knoxville, Tennessee, this week you might want to drop in on the International Biscuit Festival. It takes place on Market Square on Saturday the 28th. Um, last year's winner, that's uh, that's actually right now, if you're listening to this on Saturday, if you're hearing the show on Sunday, well, you missed the Biscuit Festival. Uh, last year's winner was a Fat Elvis, a luscious combination of peanut butter, banana, and bacon. Yum. And don't forget the Mr. and Miss Biscuit pageant. You can find details at Biscuit Fest if you're listening to this on Saturday. I, I wanted to tell you about it, though, because I, I just wanted the excuse to mention the Fat Elvis Biscuit. Peanut butter, banana, and bacon, all the basic food groups. And this week, Elaine's Restaurant in New York closed. It was a gathering place for actors and actresses and writers for decades. Elaine Kaufman, the owner, uh, uh, died recently. Business dropped off. But at the closing night uh, on uh, May 25th, the place was jammed to the rafters with ordinary folks as well as Gay Talese and other celebrities. Uh, you may remember this little piece from uh, Billy that mentions Elaine's Restaurant from Billy Joel's song called Big Shot. of people to know at Elaine's. Woody Allen hung out there, Jacqueline Kennedy when she was alive, Bill Styron, William Styron, and uh, as I say, Elaine Kaufman, the owner, who was sort of a mother hen to everyone. The food was always said to be mediocre. She died uh, six months ago at the age of 81. That was last December. Uh, business dropped off. In fact, the woman who inherited the restaurant said, boy, if we had business like this every night, we wouldn't be closing. But it was quite a jovial, festive place, touched with a little bit of uh, nostalgia. A couple deals of the week. Um, if you happen to uh, be a member... Oh! The cash register. I always forget. There it is. Hit the second part. Or we already hit the second part. There, okay. Oh my, that is the cheesiest sound effect I've ever... I love that. Uh, if you happen to stay at Choice Hotels and you're a member of their frequent guest program, which is called Choice Privilege, you will earn a free night at more than 1,500 of their hotels after completing two stays between now and August 11th. So that's two stays. I don't know that that means two nights. Um, so you got till now to August 11th to stay two times. You get a free night. A maximum of four nights can be earned. But get this, if you're a platinum or diamond, platinum or diamond level member, you can earn up to 10 free nights. you got to register at, uh, at Choice Hotel's website. And if, and if Asia or Singapore specifically is on your mind, Singapore Airlines is offering reduced fares from the United States to Southeast Asia. Uh, these are valid from July 1st to August 15th. And you'll find fares, well, actually, they differ a little. Um, if you leave from Houston from June 12th to August 15th, you'll pay $1,300. Same with San Francisco. That one's valid July 1 to August 15th. From L.A., $1,200. Great price. $1,200 uh, from L.A. to uh, to Singapore, valid July 1st to August 15th. And only $100 more from JFK, also July 1st to August 15th. But here's the catch. There's always a catch. you got a book by May 31st, all right? May 31st. So that's Singapore Airlines. You don't have to just go to Singapore. Singapore is a hub for all kinds of places. You can go from there to Kuala Lumpur or to... Uh, uh, Bangkok uh, or to Vietnam, all kinds of places. So a pretty good deal on Singapore Airlines, particularly that 1300 out of New York or 1200 out of L.A. Again, booked by May 31st online. Uh, what other deals do we have? Did I mention the, that, that Kiss uh, 
that Kiss Cruise last week. I can't remember whether I mentioned it. I have it here still in front of me. Um, I do not recall that, but Jeff, you were not engineering last week, as you recall. <laughs> Let me, I'll mention, I'll mention it. Uh, Jeff just said, I don't recall that, but he was also napping because he'd worked all night on another project last week. Let me just mention this in case I didn't because it's sort of a kick. If you're a big KISS fan, I'll keep it very brief. Um, Carnival Destiny is sailing out of Miami on October 13th through the 17th of this year. It's a KISS cruise. It's called KISS Cruise. That's with a K, cruise, K-R-U-I-S-E. Uh, Wet, wild, and rockin'. It's in the planning stages now, but it's uh, it's they're committed to it, October 13th to 17th. So if you've always wanted to hang around with KISS, of course, Gene Simmons is still there, and Paul Stanley, the vocalist and guitar player, the two original members of KISS, will be on this cruise on the Carnival Destiny out of Miami. Um, they're going to have a bunch of additional bands, as many as 10 to 20 other bands on day this four-day cruise. So far, KISS is the only one uh, that is... Uh, is confirmed. Prices will start at $895 to $1,100 per person for inside cabins. Balcony cabins will cost $1,400 to $2,000 per person, depending on location availability. There are discounts available for kids under 14 for military. And if you're a member of the KISS Army, that does not qualify as military. And uh, single, there's single occupancy uh, berths, uh, uh, available as well. And if you pay in full up front, you get 5% off. Now, listen, you got to be at least 21, year old, 21 years old or 21 years or older to sail on this cruise. And if anybody's younger, they've got to be accompanied by a, guard, a guardian who's at least 25 or older. Uh, you can go to the Chris Cru KISS Cruise website. Um, yeah, there's pre-booking information that you'll receive uh, by the end of this month, and you can begin to book cruises on June uh, 7th, the general public. That website is the Kiss Cruise. Now, keep in mind, cruise is spelled with a K, kisscruise.com. And for, for information on joining me in the radio show in France, September 29th, just go to rudymaxa.com, scroll on down that homepage, and click, click on Colette Vacations, and you can see the day-by-day -day itinerary, how many meals are included, how many hotels are included, where we're going to be going. Should be a great trip. Join me for that. I'd like to thank Jeff Ryder, who is back at the helm, bringing you the uh, fabulous cash register sounds and making my words fly through the air. And also thank you to my executive producer, Anna Schofield. Have a lovely Memorial Day weekend, America. See you next weekend. listening to Rudy Max's World and as always you're hearing must hear radio on the SSI radio network